She is face in a much needed voice right now. And today I got my notepad and pen out, Shay, because <laughs> Let's a lot do of it. Going on. Absolutely. So first of all, um, just for our audience, just to know your background story, what was your life like prior to getting involved with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur? Sure. So first I have to say I'm a passionate storyteller. So I care about context. You're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get maybe more than you want to know. Right, here's the <laughs> So my background is in technology. That's what I went to college for. I was computer science, software engineering. I was at my corporate career uh, at, for about 10 years. And at year nine, uh, at, that time of, at, at that time of my life, I would say to the Lord in January every, every year, these are my goals. And mm -hmm. I would ask him to bless those goals. You know, I really, it wasn't a partnership with him. It was me saying, this is what I want. So I was doing what I always did in January and I was letting the Lord know what I wanted and asking him to bless those goals. And for the first time ever, I heard the Lord speak back to me about what I was speaking to him about. And I heard, you're going to leave this job by June of 2010. Hmm. And so I knew that was a Lord because I didn't have a plan for that. And yeah. I always was in business like as a side business, you know? Mm -hmm. And so basically I went through that next year, just totally feeling that nudge from the Lord um, that I was going to be leaving. I, I, my side business was in real estate investing. Um, and so uh, fast forward into 2010, I'll give you a bridge version. Yeah. I go into 2010, I'm at a business conference in Orlando, April 2010. And I heard from God ironing my clothes, getting ready to go to the last session like I'd never heard from God before. And right. it was go. And so it was, I had never heard from God like that. Frankly, I haven't heard like God from God like that since. Mm -hmm. And so I called my husband, thankfully he has a gift of faith. And when I told him about this, you know, months prior, he's like, if this is how you feel the Lord's leading, let's do it. You know, even though it made zero natural sense for our family, to be honest with you. So I left my corporate career and mm -hmm. went into full-time entrepreneurship in 2010. Mm -hmm. And so I just started doing what I had been doing on the side, which was in real estate investing, and then started doing some uh, consulting to those who were coming into real estate investing at that time. So that's what I was doing uh, full time then between 2010, 2012. So yeah. fast forward to 2012. Hmm. And one of my real estate buddies said, I met this woman. And when I met her, I really felt like I was supposed to connect the two of you. So he hmm. connects us. She says, uh, I really feel like there's someone I'm supposed to connect you to. So I end up on a, a phone call with a woman named Antonina Gear, hmm. And I knew when we met immediately that there was a God reason why we met. Mm -hmm. And so maybe about six to eight weeks after we met, I said to her, you know, I really feel like God connected us for a specific reason. And she goes, I've been sensing the same. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, let's pray about it and come back in a week. So we did that, came back. I'm like, no, it's none of those things. Let's pray again. Craig came back. We did this three rounds. Wow. The third time she says to me, and she was a full-time employee part-time entrepreneur. Mm. She said, the Lord had given me these, gave me these words. I put them in my journal. I have no idea what it is, uh, what it's about, what he wants me to do with it. But the words mm. are kingdom driven entrepreneur. Wow. And when she said that, what flew out of my mouth now, understand I had no idea what I was talking about. This was the yeah. Lord. I said, that's a community. It's a movement. And it starts with a book. Wow. Now to be clear, I didn't even know what a kingdom driven entrepreneur was. <laughs> I was a Christian business owner. Okay. <laughs> mm. But it was like, before I had a chance to even think about what I was saying, that's what mm. came out of my mouth. So you can imagine that it was like me and this stranger, essentially, that I had just met, yeah. you know, a handful of weeks prior are like, what's a kingdom driven entrepreneur, Jesus? And yeah. how are we doing a community and movement about this? And how are we starting with a book when we're still trying to figure out what is this? So yeah. I love to share that story so that people understand, you know, that, that, uh, 
it's kind of cliche, but it's true where they talk about mm. how, you know, this qualification thing, yeah. you know, when God calls you into something, mm. but I really didn't know. Mm. My qualification was my yes, but yeah. I didn't really know the thing that I was walking into and neither did my co-founder for that matter. It was just words in a journal for her. And I actually walked into destiny from words in her journal. She's not wow. even involved anymore. Um, he gave her her, you know, yeah. way to go on this many, many years ago. And we're just really yeah. great friends now. So it's kind of wild, but that's what I was doing. I was full-time real estate investing. Mm -hmm. That's a long answer to your very simple question, but Beautiful. that's what I was doing. And that's how Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur came about. Oh my gosh. It's so funny, Shay, because how Kingdom Builders got started was a very similar story. I connected with someone randomly online. It was kind of like that God encounter, right? Yep. That's what it's all about. And then we boosted into here. But I want to ask you on this. And every single Christian business owner needs to hear this. And this is a message that I don't hear from anyone except from you. You mentioned a Christian business owner. Yes. And a kingdom-driven entrepreneur. Now, it sounds similar, but it's very different. Very How different. find the difference of that? Yes, absolutely. So... A Christian business owner is a business owner who happens to be of Christian faith. So I'm a Christian business owner. It also might mean that you operate your business based off of business biblical principles, which you would hope as any mm -hmm. believer in business would, that you would operate your business based off of uh, the scripture. So yeah. that's when I think Christian business owner, that's, that's what I think. And that's what I was. Okay? Right. Yeah. A kingdom driven entrepreneur. Each of those words is so specific. Mm. There is kingdom, which course, we're talking about the kingdom of God, right? Mm -hmm. God's government, his rule, his way of being and his way of doing. So we're talking about the kingdom of God. And driven has two definitions. Mm -hmm. One of those is motivated and the other mm -hmm. one is propelled. So when I talk about being a kingdom driven entrepreneur, what I'm saying is that your entrepreneurial endeavors, they are motivated by seeing an increase of the kingdom of God through the work that you're doing. And they're propelled forward mm -hmm. based off of the truth, right in Matthew 6 and 33. Seeking mm -hmm. first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, knowing all things will be added. And yeah. so that's a completely different way of being and doing mm. business, doing mm. business in partnership with God, led and empowered by the Holy Spirit, not just doing business for God. So you could say, hey, you know, to God be the glory, but actually doing business with the presence of God, which is very different. And I know because I've done I've done all the things right. Yeah. Oh I've grinded God. for God. I've grinded without thinking about God. I've grinded for God in business. And I've done business as a kingdom-driven entrepreneur. <laughs> There's three different experiences, I must tell you. <laughs> this is culture-breaking. Mm -hmm. This is transformational. And this is the believer's advantage. Because, yeah. And when I'm hearing everything that you're saying, and I'm, I, I'm hearing this message of a kingdom-driven entrepreneur, it challenges the way that we're brought up in society because we're in a... 10x culture and a hustle culture and blah, 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 blah. In yes. fact, your new book or your expanded book of grace over grind, that's what it's all about. But yeah. can you give us an example? Like what, what does it look like to be a Christian grinding for God and then one <laughs> in partnership with God? What are some differences? How does it Yeah. Work? So when I talk about grinding, it's like excessive hard work and doing business primarily in your own strength. So mm. I'll give an example from my own life. So in the past, I was pretty achievement oriented and performance driven in, in, in the past. And so, you know, I would come up with, I wouldn't seek God at all concerning his mind or heart concerning what I was doing in business. I would just create my goal. What do I want? Well, I want to have this many properties, be making this much money by mm -hmm. this year, by this year or whatever. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes in integrity, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes for that to happen. Yeah. Period. Yep. So then I would create my own plans 
I would operate. And then I wouldn't create those plans and then submit them and yield them to him. I would just create my plans and operate off of my plans. I'd create my own blueprints, my own strategies, all of it. And I would work excessively. I would work excessively and I wouldn't seek God at all, even in the details. I would only seek God maybe if I was running into a problem. Mm. So if I'm running into a problem, maybe I need wisdom now because now I'm having a problem. Mm. But mm. outside of that, it was just like, nope, I've, I've, got, I've, I've got the plan. I'm moving and I'm going to do what it takes to get there. Mm. And then maybe at the end, I'll be like, to God be the glory. And, you know, say, you know, in the midst <laughs> of all of it. Right. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. So, uh -huh. so that was what it was like, but I always was operating in integrity. I mm. always wanted to operate in excellence, but really those are, that's basic. That's like standard. We should all be operating in integrity and all be operating, you know, based off of excellence. That should be, we shouldn't even have to talk about that. That should be like base level. People don't even, people who don't even follow Jesus yeah. operate in excellence and operate <laughs> in integrity. That's not a differentiator. Oh my gosh. Yes. This is such a big thing because I think most of us, we think the kingdom of God is just, okay, I'm saved. That's it. But that's we it. don't let them infiltrate the other areas. And I think, I think we think that God doesn't care about our business or he has no impact there as well too. But yeah. I want to ask, because, okay, when I hear this, I want this because who wouldn't want right. God's favor in your life? Who wouldn't want to be propelled by him? Yes. But it challenges every single paradigm that we've been taught on what it takes to achieve success because we have to yes. plan things out to commit all these things and everything, you know? But what does it even look like to submit your plans to God? Like, that doesn't even sound like a strategy we're taught. Right. Like, you're holding one. What does right. that look like? Right. So I think, uh, so I'm going to give you the example for how I do it because it's coming yeah. out of the place of how I work, how I'm wired. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I'm a to-do list type of person and not mm -hmm. everybody is, but I'm giving mm -hmm. you an example based off of my wiring. So yeah. for me, a strategist by nature mm -hmm. and a structured, organized type person who likes to have plans well beyond, you know, what I know. I like, I like to create the long-term plan, you know? Yep. So for me, what that looks like is I'll write out what I believe is the focus for the week, let's say. Like I'm a to-do list for the week type of person. These are my priorities for the week. This is how I see my work looking. But after I do that, I'm like, I don't do that apart from him. It's like, here's my plans. Here's my thoughts. But God, what are, your, what are yours? You know, it's like, and then it's not just on the front end when I do that, because I do that on Sundays for the yeah. week. But yeah. even during the day, it's not like I'm, that is my idol now that that list that I have right there of focus items is my idol at any time as I'm working on the things that I'm looking to do. Yeah. If God shifts a direction, there's a new thought. There's a thing that comes up that in my old ways, would have, I would have considered a distraction. Mm -hmm. But in my flowing with God, I'm like, oh, God wants me to focus in on that conversation. I didn't plan for that conversation, but I want to see what God is going to do in this conversation. I yeah. wouldn't have picked up that phone call. I would have said, that's got to wait. But mm. I'm really feeling, I'm feeling this tug of the Lord. Pick up that phone. I'm going to pick up that phone. Mm. Right? So mm. it is the yielding of the plans to him. Yes. And if I thought that I'm supposed to head in direction A, and then I'm getting a sense from the Lord that I'm a little bit off path. And actually I should be looking over here as mm. opposed to saying, no, 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 no. I've got this and I've got it figured out. I'm going to yield myself to, you know, the all knowing one mm. and I'm going to shift with him. 
And so those are just small examples, but it's like for, I'll give you an example of one of my mentees. You know, she's completely not like me. She's not someone who is, she's not strategist, structured, organized, to-do list type person at all. For her, the Lord's like, I need you to sit with me and develop structure. Like I need you instead of be floating, you know, in the tulips all day kind of thing with me. Cause you know, you would love to do that with me. Yeah. Because I've, I've given you responsibility to steward something, I need you to grow mm. in how you structure yourself. You're still doing it with me. You're still going to be able to float a bit here. You'll still be able to be creative. But I need you to create some level of structure for your life so that you're not grinding and you can continue to flow in my grace as you were. Mm. So it, so the, the expression of what this looks like looks different based off of our wirings, our personalities, mm. and all those beautiful things that God's put on the inside of us. Mm. But ultimately, the idea is that you're working from the power of his rest. You're not working so that you can rest, working for it. You're working from that place of mm. rest, right? So you're not creating your plans and then saying, hey, I've got this all figured out. You're saying, yeah. hey, and you're also not saying, I won't create plans. I mean, this is in Proverbs. It is, you know, it's like make your plans, but to submit yeah. them to God. Yes. So some people think that when we're talking about being a kingdom driven entrepreneur, we're talking about, oh, so you mean, so I'm following the leading of the Lord and I'm seeking God. So I'm going to be sitting around and waiting all the time. No, that's not what we're saying at yeah. all. Yeah. At all. That's that, that, that would be a misnomer. That's, that's almost like the, the smoke screen that people put up so that they can continue to grind, to do things primarily in their own strength, which is really rooted in pride. Makes but there's sense. so much goodness that's mm -hmm. found in submitting yourself to the king because we're citizens of his government, his realm, and he's kind of in charge, right? Yeah. So, but when we do that, we experience all the goodness of what's available in him, mm -hmm. in him, with him, through him, and then expressing him through, to, you know, to the world around us in a mm -hmm. really authentic kind of way because we're rooted in proper identity, Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So it just, it makes all the difference in the world. It really does. So beautifully said. And as you're listening to this kingdom builder, I hope you can feel the fruits of the Holy spirit, right? In Galatians 5 22, you know that you're flowing with God when you can feel peace and love yes. and all these different things, but things are productive as well. And absolutely supernaturally productive. Yes. And, and okay, here's the challenge because it's yes. faith is a muscle. It is something that is tested. And it's for the person that's never really allowed God to guide them in their business as they're trying to do these things. I think the concern you probably deal with this all the time is how do I know that's from God? How do I know that's just not me? Just want to chill all the time. Like, yes. How do yes. I know his voice and like be led because who wouldn't want God to be their CEO? At every yes. Day, right? But what are some practical things for the person that's now stepping out in faith yes. to follow God in their business? That is the most common question <laughs> and the most common hurdle mm. for people when they walk this thing out. Mm. And so I'm going to start with the hurdle aspect of this. So I want to express some freedom and then I'll talk about some ways. Awesome. The freedom is that as you grow in intimacy with God, mm. as you're learning, you're never having to do this from a place of shame, condemnation, when you get things mm. wrong, et cetera, whatever. Mm. He's delighted that you're desiring to hear him because he does speak to you. He yeah. loves that. So it's so first you want to have the frame of reference that it's okay when you don't get it right. Mm. Like mm -hmm. it's okay. It's yeah. the process of growing in him. So yeah. that's one aspect that I want to say is super freeing. Yeah. The other aspect that I want to say that's super freeing is that there's never anything wasted 
in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so even as you're walking things out and then realize, oh, I didn't quite get that. And, you know, kind of nothing is wasted. And so that's a beautiful truth to be able to hold on to. And then the third is as you're walking this thing out, and I'm going to give a couple of practical ways on how you can do that. I say, if it's not, if you're, when you're growing that muscle and operating in faith based off how you believe he's leading, mm. as opposed to coming from a place of questioning mm. in a gazillion ways, is this God mm. operate? If it's not counter to scripture, mm. operate as if. It is from God and take a step. I'm not talking about taking massive leaps. I'm talking mm. about taking steps in faith and watching as he confirms and shows you things as you go. Mm. So instead of being like, I'm pretty sure this isn't God. And now I've got to do all the things to try to make sure that it is. Yep. Flip that thing upside down and say, <laughs> if this thing isn't counter to the word, I'm going to move as if. Because how in the world am I going to develop and cultivate this confidence that I hear him if I never take steps mm. towards what I believe he's revealing. Mm. So that's freedom that we do have in Christ. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yes. So it's operating from that place. Now, that mm. being said, there are some things that really help in this area. Mm. I always say starting off, it's like read the scripture differently. Hmm. So, for example, I used to read the scriptures mostly for achievement. In other words, hmm. you know, I want to read a chapter a day or I want to read a verse oh, a day wow. or I want to make sure I, you know, complete this particular reading plan, you know, whatever. It was more hmm. about the completion of a thing. Right. Yeah. But instead, take a look at scripture and say, Holy Spirit, like, show me something like mm -hmm. make these words come alive in my heart. Show me me. Show me whatever you want to speak to my heart out in this scripture. When you ask him, when you invite him into the process of engaging scripture, mm. you have a completely different encounter with the living word as you're reading the word. Mm. It's a completely different. So it's a one way that begins to have you be sensitive to the things that are coming to you, the thoughts that are coming to you. Yeah. That's yeah. one. That is that is one way. Makes right. Yeah. So I love doing that. I also love the intentionality of creating space to actually engage God's concerning business. So, mm -hmm. I mean, ultimately the idea is that you're able to kind of flow with God just, you know, yeah. throughout the day, but that takes, that takes time. That takes yeah. time. So what does it look like for you to consider a meeting with God to be a priority? Just like we consider mm -hmm. meetings with God around other things to be priority. Mm -hmm. So what would happen if he said, I'm going to have a daily business meeting with God, mm -hmm. you know, in a really intentional way where I'm going to sit some, set some time aside to just like engage God around my business stuff. Mm -hmm. So some people are like, well, I do worship. I read my scripture and I have that personal devotional time. What yeah. does it look like to expand that and to be super intentional about like, God, what do you like? What's your heart concerning this business? Like what's mm -hmm. your, you know, I want to have your heart and your mind concerning how I serve, you know, what I'm doing and just engage God practice yeah. engaging God. You know, yeah. it's that it's the sacrifice of, of um, creating that space to have time so that you grow. Cause that's how we grow in intimacy, right? Yeah. Just through our time. I yeah. don't mean it in like some religious, like routine type of way. I just mean from the perspective that if you're going to cultivate confidence and relationship and intimacy with God, it does require time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so those are two simple, like two simple starter things that changed, changed my life. Just mm. two simple things. A whole bunch grew from there. Yeah. 
but just the beginning, because I didn't have a concept of actually engaging God related to my to-do list or around what I'm doing in business or, you know, any of that stuff, who Mm -hmm. he might have on my heart to pray for that particular day. Mm -hmm. Like what promises I need to be standing on this day? Like what's going on with my thoughts? Cause Lord, I'm thinking this (laughs) and I need to have your perspective on this. What's your perspective on this? Yeah. Being willing to just not talk and just be quiet and see what he wants to reveal to me as opposed to just being a monologue. Right. Those types of things were cultivated in the practice of me saying, I will give the first fruit of my work mm-hmm. time to him yeah. in a different way than I've done in the past, which was typically, let's do our own worship song, yep. pray, and then get, and get going, read a scripture and get going. But it's like, no, it changed the dynamics because now I've invited, I've accepted his invitation mm-hmm. to engage him in my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and so those simple things changed everything for me, just at the foundation. You got it. Anyone that's listening to this, try that now. And I, when I was listening to you and everything, I this morning, I did a business meeting with God. I love it. And I just simply asked, I'm like, God, I have this question and this question and this question. What do you want to talk to me about today? Yeah. And it just started flowing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. You know, God yep. actually speaks. And and it is just like what you said. It's this these faith steps. And yes. There is no condemnation. So I love that. So I encourage everyone do those two things. Yes. And God's going to do so much more through us and in yeah. us. So, um, and I know that you have your book coming out, Grace of Regret. Yeah. It's yeah. such a needed message of today. And I'd love to hear even any stories. Um, what are some examples that you've seen, whether you or in your mentees, that when people accepted this grace walk with God in their business, what were the differences that people see? Because to me, I think my natural man says, I don't know. That sounds too risky. I got to plan it out. I got to know how it's going to be. Does yes. it really work? But obviously yeah. it does. But do you have any yes. stories you'd like to share? Oh, my. Well, I've got a gazillion stories, right? Because yeah. we've been walking this thing out for so many years and have um, you know, mentored so many people in the community. But just uh, just some examples of how this can look for people. You know, I, I think about uh, example of a woman who actually is now on our team where she had a home-based bakery but God had given her vision around a storefront bakery, but none of her natural circumstances lined up with the ability to go from a home-based bakery to a storefront bakery. And with the conviction that she wasn't supposed to take out any loans or anything to do it. So she's like, I don't know how that's going to happen. Like, you know, but, but what she did was take one step, Mm. the next step. And as she was taking steps on the things at the timing in which God would put things on her heart, she started to see how he was leading her one step at a time inevitably what ended up happening is she ends up walking into a scenario where there was a grant program that was made available. And even though she stood by and she stood by her conviction, even though all her competition was bringing all kinds of funding to the table, you know, for financing, all of that. And she's like, I'm bringing like, like a few thousand dollars. Like that's all, that's all I've got. She still was awarded that lease. She ended up opening that bakery where they had taken care of a lot. It it made it possible. The favor of God in so many scenarios, one thing after the other in her story made it possible for her to open that bakery. She ran that bakery for seven years. It was such a place of peace in her community. The Lord has, you know, now shifted her to another assignment, but it's like, she never would have imagined that she would have gone from just the idea and the dream without any of the natural circumstances lining up for it to be possible to actually just seeking God and being willing to follow his lead every step of the way. Mm -hmm. You know, I think about, you know, I think about others um, who 
they were doing one type of work. Mm. But then once they started engaging God, he's starting to show him his heart for how they're supposed to show up in the marketplace. I've seen complete businesses change where they were doing one thing and they were doing it with some level of success to then getting an alignment with what God had on his heart for them and now watching them thrive in that Mm. assignment. And I want you to hear when I say thrive, I don't mean, I don't equate thrive with, oh, so I got a seven figure business thrive Mm. with, oh, now I got an eight figure business. Yeah, it includes finances, but thriving in the kingdom is not a financial commentary. Mm. Mm. It's finances are part of the all things added, Mm. but we have to look, we have to change our mindset about what it looks like to thrive. The alignment is the thriving. Mm. The alignment with God is the thriving. Wow. The fruit of that, when you're operating in faith and obedience and walking things out and growing in alignment, all the things that added, that's already success. And then the fruit of that comes as you go. Mm. So I sat here and watched her thrive, not, not thrive in her bank account immediately because she had to shift from the whole thing she was doing before now to something new. Yeah. But then fast forward over the years, she's had year over year growth financially. But more than that, she saw the dream that she had around a house you know, that she was purchasing. She saw a dream come alive in terms of how she serves. She's like from day to day, she's like, I, it's hard to believe I'm even here. Mm. Why? Because she got an alignment with God and walked it out by the power of his grace. Was it overnight? No. Mm. So we have to stop being expert led and Mm. falling for the okie doke. And just because we slapped the word kingdom on it, it's like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to have a seven figure business. That Mm. is a very myopic way of looking at being a kingdom entrepreneur or a kingdom driven entrepreneur. It's Mm. what is it that God has in his heart concerning you, your Mm. assignment, how you're supposed to flow in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. We've got to take it outside of like this little box. It's just like, no, the favor of God means I've got more money to steward in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. How about you get in alignment with God and then allow yourself to grow as in the ability to be a distribution center and a steward, which Ooh. I've also watched people do. Mm-hmm. So people who had, listen, I could, we could do a whole episode just talking about people's Love testimonies. It. Love it. I'm going to stop right there. But I could <laughs> literally do, I could do a five hour live stream with story wow. after story after story yeah oh goodness and those are just the ones that are the people that i'm closest to I'm not even the ones from you know i mean the folks that we've been able to reach over the last decade absolutely so, and yeah. i know if you guys want more of that there's hours and hours and hours and hours of <laughs> you can, yes for sure hey <laughs> brian has an incredible incredible podcast called the yes Community entrepreneur get all of our books get everything it's important that we immerse ourselves because we are reconditioning our minds that's on right how this actually works yes you know but yeah. I love that quote. You said that thriving is not a monetary commentary. Thriving is being aligned with God. What would our businesses and our world look like if that was our definition of success? Because that is yes. walking in co-partnership with God. I love yeah. that. Yes. I want to ask a practical or a strategic goal setting question. So okay. for, for us in business, we have wants and needs ourselves. Yes. Right? So a common thing is I'm coaching entrepreneurs too, is they want you know, they want a nicer house. They want to make X amount of money. They have, I guess you would label it a selfish goal. Now, how do you, in a kingdom mindset, when you take a look at personal goals, yeah. how do you look at those types of personal goals? Is there a right way to set these or how do you think through that? Yeah. So, um, one of, so I have this book about kingdom driven on the kingdom driven entrepreneur's guide to goal setting, right? Mm-hmm. Where I take a look at the smart framework, that popular yeah. SMART, yeah. and say, okay, there's some goodness in there, but what else? Yeah. 
Mm. And one of those things is that I mentioned first is a G, which is God inspired. Mm. It doesn't just because you have like the fact that you have a personal goal connected to a house is a beautiful thing. But I go back to Psalm, I think it's 37, I don't know if it's 37 and 4 or 37 and 9, uh, where it's delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. To me, it's like, no, delight yourself in the Lord. Because as you delight yourself in the Lord, then your heart's desires, his heart's desires, your dreams, his dreams, those things become one. Mm. And then you can operate from that place of freedom that the thing that's on your heart is also the same mm. thing that's on his heart concerning you. Mm. But a lot of times we like to skip over that stuff and just think like, because every dream we have is not a God dream. Right. Real talk. I've had plenty of dreams that were not God's dream for me. <laughs> Absolutely. So we want to have that God inspired peace. And when you have that, when you have confidence in that God inspired peace, because you have actually, you actually live a life that's delighting yourself in the Lord yes. and aligning with his mind and his heart concerning you. Then mm -hmm. there's all the freedom in the world. It's like, no, like the, the vision that you've got around that house mm -hmm. and what that looks like. And all of those things are aligned with him. Go for it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to grind for it, but you mm -hmm. can work diligently with God and watch as he increases you. Yeah. You so know, it's okay so to set those goals because I yeah. think what people face is, let's say we are delighting ourselves in the Lord. Yes. And I think there's, there's this paradigm, there's this culture where it's like, I shouldn't think about me at all. This is not from God because it seems selfish, but that's not what it is at all. No, it's not. In fact, it's funny. So a personal story around that is, um, so, so God's given my family vision. In fact, he gave us an, a zip code, a particular mm. zip code for our future house that our family will be moving in. Mm. And I go there and none of the natural circumstances of living in that zip code mm. and what he's shown me make any sense. And in fact, it was more, it was more than what we as our family of five yeah. would have needed. But what happened was I realized that he was starting to give me vision around the reason why it was on his heart that we have that type of place. So mm -hmm. then it was like, so for me, I had to get away from thinking, oh, I'm not even sure. Like I, it's not something I wanted, but he mm -hmm. had to encourage me to want the same thing that he wanted for me. Mm -hmm. Don't shrink back. I'm showing you something bigger because I have purpose for this thing. Mm -hmm. So now I want you to align. This is another aspect of aligning. Now I need you to align your perspective of need. You're like, oh, I don't need that. We just need that. No, 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 no. For the assignment that I've given you in that place, you actually do need that because mm. you need that to do what I've called you to do. Mm. It's a different, all these different perspectives. You have the perspective of do I, the things that I want. Are those things in alignment with God mm. and the things that I didn't even want, but God's showing me I'm having to increase my expectation and anticipation and my heart's desires around what I want to align my heart with his heart on something that stretches me a bit. Mm. Right. It happens on both sides. Right. It really does. So it's like so the at the at the core of either one of these directions is mm. to align ourselves with his mind and his heart. And we can't do that if we don't engage God, if we don't grow in intimacy with God and mm. we don't cultivate confidence that we hear him and we get to know who he is, mm -hmm. who like who we are in him and how he's expressed through us to the world. The more we grow in those things the easier, it still has challenges, but the easier the flow of that kingdom living, oh, you know, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. And on that note, I know you're in the middle of a shift right now. Uh, yeah. You ran the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur podcast for nine and a half years, correct? 400? Yeah, yeah. Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur as a company and a movement yeah. has been is over 10 years now, 10 and a half mm -hmm. years now. Mm -hmm. The podcast 
is nine and a half years. Wow. And I did just recently uh, step down as the host mm. of the podcast, which has been mm. a very long running podcast. And it's, you know, so it's pretty big deal to, to step down from that position. But I'm excited about its, its way forward uh, with more voices, elevating more voices in the movement. Because one thing's for sure, uh, James, which is that from the beginning, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur was never like a guru movement that centered mm -hmm. around Shay. It was, it's always been a movement centered around Jesus, always. Mm -hmm. And so that meant that you've got to keep all things open-handed. And it was important that people don't just think Shay and Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. It's important for them to see all these examples, all these voices of what this life looks like so that mm -hmm. it's not just about, oh, well, that's kind of easy for Shay to say, or this is about right. Shay. This right. is about Jesus and what he's doing in the marketplace all over the globe. And so I'm excited about the fact, in, as much as I'll miss yeah. doing it, I'm excited about um, being able to elevate more names and faces and all of those things and stories and goodness, you know, uh, through the podcast. Congratulations on that. And I love Thank that. you. How do you move? So there's the starter and you gave us some really practical tips. And I yeah. love all those. We have to start there and you grow in your faith and you grow in a relationship, yes. but God's not done with us yet. <laughs> there's a lot more in that journey. As long as we're breathing. <laughs> exactly. I love you had a good thing going on, a God thing going on. Yes. And it seemed everything was incredible. Yes. And yet now you've made that decision to, to then go to the next stage as well too. Can you walk us through how that process was and how you navigated that? Oh, Lord. Okay. So this happened in stages. All right. Mm. So it does help that from the beginning, I had the mindset that mm. I already knew this was like, I already had the mindset. I'm called to steward this thing. I knew I wasn't even going to be the CEO for long. I had mm. a co-founder and neither of us called each other CEO. We were just like two people just like trying to do this yeah. thing. So it was never centered around me from the beginning, mm. you know, because I started with a co-founder, right? Right, right? So what happened was... So I had that foundation. What happened was in 2019, mm -hmm. as I was sitting with the Lord at the end of the year around the future for Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, I was getting these visions that I was like, whoa, I don't see myself in the seat of mm -hmm. CEO. Mm -hmm. What's this? I'm seeing pictures of me in these other places and spaces. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Lord, that's interesting because I don't know who the next CEO would be. I don't even know what that looks like. There was no obvious, even our COO wouldn't have been the CEO. So I didn't know what that would look like. Yeah. But I'm like, Lord, I believe you're showing me something. I'm just going to lean into that and we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, I'm in 20, now we're in 2020 mm -hmm. and I'm still increasingly getting pictures. Mm -hmm. And then, in fact, God starts now talking to me about these other topics and some things and I'm getting confirming prophetic words. And I'm like, well, Lord, mm -hmm. who's going to be CEO of Kingdom Driven LLC? Like what's happening? <laughs> So I end up in a meeting with uh, our prophetic strategist, a dear sister of mine, and I was, you know, venting about yeah. how there was a gap between like what God's showing me and who in the world is going to be the CEO. Mm -hmm. She laughs like she does when she knows things that I don't. And she <laughs> giggles and she says to me, oh, I said, there's been no one prepared to be the CEO, the CEO. And she says, your husband's been prepared. <laughs> and I laughed because he hadn't been a part of the company. Like he has a whole massage practice. It's not mm -hmm. like we had only added him to the company a year prior. And I only did that because the Lord said so. And we didn't even really have a role for him. We just kind of put yeah. him on there and said, come to the meetings, you know? Yeah. So I was like, well, if that's what you're doing, Lord, I need you to speak to your son because what I'm not going to do is say to your son, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the business that I've been running for the last, you know, X number of years, that's yours. You know, it's yours to be the CEO. <laughs> and so 
I just trusted God that he was going to reveal to my husband over time. I planted some seeds mm. to be clear. I planted some seeds, but none that would make him feel like I was saying, this mm. is what God's saying. And this is what you need to do. Mm. I would just start conversation and see, you know, to see kind of where he was. Yeah. And so what happened was God gave him a dream. And mm. in that dream, it was very symbolic and it represents the two most um, symbolic aspects of that dream represented, uh, uh, a transition of power and mm. readiness. Wow. And you can't make this stuff up because he had just had asked the Lord, am I ready? I think this is what you're doing, but am I ready? Wow. And then he gets this whole dream. I won't take the time to go through the whole dream. Mm. He has this dream. And as he's going through the dream, I'm like, what's the scriptural you know, significance? I, I was seeing like specific significance to a couple of aspects of the dream and yeah. looking to see what does the scripture have to reveal about these aspects? And it was transition of power, and readiness and literally i when i said that to him he's like i guess god has spoken and i'm like when do you want to start i'll start in november that was september of of 2020 and so my husband so that next layer was my husband now walking into ceo seat mm. which meant i'm supposed to be in advisory role seat mm. and so so these layers have been it's been one layer after the other james of having to let go you know, and so that that was now, you know, that was in 2020. And so the next two years were just like, OK, Lord, you're 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 showing me some new things, but I'm also well rooted here. So what does this look like and how do I be an effective advisor and all of those things? And that was how do I let go fully, you know, where mm -hmm. I need to let go and all of those things, because feels a completely different leadership style. And he was the least senior person on the entire team. So there's things he needed help and, you know, insight on. So we went through that and then. Then the Lord showed me the thing about letting the podcast go. So this has been, mm. I, I have, I have exercised the muscle of letting go mm. or over multiple stage, multiple stages, multiple stages, you know? Mm. So by the time I got from the Lord that it was time to let that go, it, it hurt, <laughs> but it didn't surprise me because mm. it has been one layer of this after the other, but he mm. still, I still carry vision. He still mm. shows me vision around it. And so I still have the way in which I flow. And yeah. then the new shift for me that he made very clear was uh, for those who haven't have understanding over fivefold ministry gifts mm -hmm. and what that looks like. He says, you need to go from apostle mode where you've just been building. You've been building here, building, mm -hmm. building, building. Now I'm calling you for, to be more evangelistic in your apostleship. And wow. I'm calling you now to be a messenger. You've been here, here, building here, building here, building here. I'm calling you out of here mm -hmm. to go out there to take this message in more places and spaces, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the shift that I had to make, at least as it relates to kingdom-driven entrepreneur. There's other things God's called me to, into in the realm of government and some other things. But mm -hmm. as it relates to kingdom-driven entrepreneur and the movement in the marketplace that God's doing with business owners, my yeah. job currently is to be evangelistic, get this message out, connect with people, you know, things that I never had time to do when I was, yeah. you know, cultivating leaders in an organization and, you know, yeah. doing all of those things. Right. And Maybe. so it's just been staying with, um, it's not always easy, yeah. but I, I, I trust God. I trust what he's doing. And so I just say, yes, I just live a lifestyle of yes. And <laughs> with every, every step of the way, I call it the wild and crazy and amazing adventure with God. And that's what it's been for the last 12 years of my life. And Absolutely. I won't have it any other way. Absolutely. And Kingdom Builder, as you're, as you're listening and you hear what's going on with you, I don't know about you, but does this whet an appetite? Does this excite you? 
do you want to live a life of thrill and excitement like that? Because that's how life is supposed to be lived. And God is more for us if we just say yes first, because that's yeah. what I'm hearing through your entire story. Shape. Yes, it starts with a yes. Yeah, it's just obedience. It's asking and yeah. it's expecting, as it says in James 1 and 5, right? We ask of, of God for all wisdom. He'll give it to us freely without reproach. Yeah. But ask without doubting. I think sometimes yeah. we doubt that he'll answer, yes. but go on the opposite side of what I'm hearing there. And yes. I know you have a powerful message now, especially with Grace Over Grind. Now we're going into an expanded edition. Yes. And uh, tell us a little bit about the expansion. So why the, yeah. why the expansion? What should we expect now? Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you why an expansion. So the book came out, you know, five years ago and, and it was of all the books I've written, it was the one that really was capturing people's minds and hearts. So what was happening is the more feedback I'd get, whether it's from our mentoring community or just readers, you know, out there, I was starting to find patterns mm. and the types of questions that they had as they were walking this thing out. Mm. And so I knew eventually I was going to do um, an expanded edition because I was going to want to address some of the things that were coming up for people as they were saying yes to walking this thing out. You know, I, I, I'd done a, a course real quick because I started getting so many questions. I was like, okay, this is, I want to respond to these here. I didn't create a course because I was looking for another revenue stream. I literally mm -hmm. wanted to respond to what was happening when I was getting like the same thread of mm -hmm. questions and how they apply particular things. So with this expanded edition, it's a combination of addressing the things that were some of the largest roadblocks for people as they were walking this out. Some of them weren't my own roadblocks, which is why I didn't necessarily see them on the yeah. front end, right? And so, so addressing those most common roadblocks for what it looks like to practically walk out doing business and the power of his grace. And then secondly, some of the own lessons that I learned in walking it out over the last five years. I'd walked it out for, I don't know, maybe three or four years before the book had ever come out in the first place, but then I had an additional five years on top of that. And so I wanted to be able to share uh, from that place as well. And so that's why I'm doing, uh, the, that's why I did the fifth anniversary um, edition. And what better, you know, for anyone who has any appreciation for numbers, five being the number of grace, I'm like, what better timing than to take the fifth anniversary of this book and celebrate what God's done uh, mm -hmm. through it and have an opportunity to expand upon the message so that people can walk this out in even greater measure. Absolutely. Kingdom Builder, pick up Shay's book. I mean, if you liked everything that we're talking about here, you're going to love that book. I'm going to pick it up. I, I'm super excited um, to just dive into that because it is so needed right now. And as we wrap up um, our time together, as you're going into this next chapter, being evangelistic, one of the yes. reasons why I started this podcast, for example, is I heard from Pastor Rick Warren and also Billy Graham, they say the same thing, which is the marketplace is going to be the place where there's going to be the biggest ministry. That's right. And I want to hear your thoughts on that. Do you believe that? And if so, why? And what, what are you seeing through that as well? Yeah, yeah I, I, I believe that with all my heart. And that's why I have such a deep conviction of us not operating in the marketplace, doing business for God only and actually doing business with God. Because if you think about it, if we're out here like waving the flag, like, oh, we're doing this for God out here in the marketplace, I see it, it leading to more issues, the same types of issues that led to people leaving churches or not wanting to go into churches in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so we have to operate from this place of if we want to be effective, yeah, we want to be able to uh, and, and for people to encounter the goodness of God in various ways Then we want to do that with him so that we can get heaven strategies, heaven solutions concerning how we flow, 
You know, for those, there's going to be some people where God's going to call them well beyond their business into industry impact. That's well beyond what they're doing in their business. You got to be sensitive to the Lord and not do that from the power of your own strength, but do that from heaven solutions, right? There's going to be people that I just thought I was doing this little business and God's going to call them into a whole nother level of increasing their territory into their communities. All of these things as we steward, God increases us, right? And so we want to be able to do that from his mind, you know, the mind of Christ. We want to do that from his heart. And we want to do it with the presence of God so that we don't operate out of assumption, presumption of what we believe, how we need to show up and what we need to do as we are engaging the world around us. Mm. You know, and so I fully, fully believe um, in the impact within the marketplace for people to just encounter the goodness of God, not just individuals, but even seeing, um, you know, things that from a systematic perspective and just ways of ways of doing business or ways of like I talk about government and these types yeah. of things, not doing those from a, I'm doing this for God mm. in my own strength with my own mm. thoughts and strategies, but no, I'm engaging God with the heart of the King with the mind of the King so that we can be an active part of what is to happen, which is an increase of it. And the increase of a kingdom is happening regardless. Yes. But let's be, let's be an active participant in the increase and not, not in our, our desire to, you know, <laughs> do it all, you know, do it all for God, all the things uh, actually create, you know, tension against the mm. move of what God's doing in the marketplace. And so that's why I have a deep, deep conviction around it. Mm. And, um, and so I'm excited to be able to, just see what God wants to do as I go out and share about it outside of my, my corner of talking about it, you know, within kingdom driven entrepreneur. So thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for obeying the call the message of grace over grind is literally the message that is much needed today with how things are at in yeah. kingdom builder. It's our priority to start implementing that type of kingdom culture because that's how god wants us to be in everything but shay this has been an absolute blessing this has been a blast and um i guess as we're ending this do you have any last message you'd like to give to the audience yes i also want to say one super practical thing before i say that which is by the way because we're live i want people to know that that's not live yet it'll be live next week so there's that so that'll that'll be available next week but the, the word that I want to leave you with is that there is an invitation. It's just accepting the fact that there is an invitation from God awaiting you to say yes to doing all things with him, including that business, really all aspects of your life, but absolutely in the area of your work, that there is an invitation available to you that I encourage you to say yes to. It will be a wild and crazy and amazing adventure. It will not always work out in all the ways that you hoped and the timing that you hoped, but in the midst of that journey and just embracing the God process, there will be peace. There will be joy. There will be growing alignment and there will be increasing fruit, the type of fruit that you're hoping for. There will be increasing fruit as you grow in alignment with him. And so I just encourage you to say yes without delay and enjoy the adventure with him. Oh my gosh. Beautiful Shay. Hey, Kingdom Builder, be sure to connect with Shay on all of her platforms. You can check the links in the bio, be on the list for her book that's coming out. Subscribe to her podcast as well too. There's going to be so much value in you for that as well. But Shay, thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being obedient to the call. You've been a blessing to, to me, to this audience. And um, I'm excited for your next chapter, sister. But do you mind ending us, uh, closing us with a prayer? 
Oh, I don't mind at all. Uh, Father, thank you just for your goodness and your faithfulness. We are so, so grateful. We thank you just for the invitation to do all things with you. Thank you, for G thank you, Jesus, for just being our Prince of Peace, for being that place of rest for us, for just being Emmanuel, God with us at all times. And we just thank you for your presence as we move, as we work. Uh, and we just thank you, Holy Spirit, for being just the best strategist, the best teacher for showing us the way in which we should go. And we're just so, so grateful for the absolute privilege that we have to do business with you, to actually be a walking encounter of your goodness. And so my prayer is that those who are hearing what I have to say right now, that there's something in their heart that is pricked towards deeper relationship with you because that's where it begins. So no matter where you are in this process, in this adventure with God, there's always more. And so I just thank you, Lord, for just meeting them right where they are and helping them to go from one level of glory to the next. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kingdom Builder, this was Shay Bynes. Subscribe to everything that she has. If you're not subscribed to this yet, like, share, subscribe. This. Share this with every single kingdom entrepreneur that you know because this is a message that they absolutely need. Let's continue to grow. Let's continue to, to find God in everything that we're doing and partner with him because our success is going to be the ultimate testimony of God's kingdom itself. Yes. Thank you so much again, Shay. Super appreciate it.